Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Outside on this beautiful Monday morning, March 16th. I feel like we need a, um, a, day, a, a coronavirus star date, but I'm not sure what we would date it to. <laughs> Self-isolation date. For a lot of people, this is day one. A lot of people are just now staying home this week. I think it's funny because um, it's been interesting. Maybe funny is the wrong word. It's that funny, weird, not funny, haha. Interesting to watch. Um, I've been able to observe the escalation through various lenses. One is um, my the place where I go to yoga, yoga source. When I was there... A week ago Saturday, so nine days ago, I was surprised that the class was so full. But it was, that's a big, you know, a popular class and a big class. That's the kick my ass yoga. And it was, it was a busy class. And I was being very careful because I was already practicing a fair amount of distancing, social distancing. And somebody was talking to the yoga teacher at the end of class about measures. And she was saying, oh, the yoga teacher was saying, yes, yes, we're going to put some, we're wiping things down and all of that. And then we all got an email the next day from Yoga Source saying, here's the measures that we're taking. But we believe that practicing yoga is immune boosting and the asana is, you know, promotes health overall. So we're going to keep going, but we have 20% off of all equipment to encourage people to purchase their own props and bring your own mat to class as much as possible and wipe down what you use, etc., etc. Et so then, but I didn't go to yoga class. I was thinking, oh, probably better not to go. And my favorite teacher wasn't teaching the next one. So it was, it was an easy choice. That was on Thursday, I think, when I decided, well, that I would not go to yin yoga since she wasn't teaching it. And I also canceled with uh, the gal that I was going to meet for dinner who understood. And then that next day, we got an email from Yoga Source saying, well, um, we are going to reduce the number of classes. So check the website before you come because we're not going to be running all the classes. And I don't know if that was driven by people not showing up or, or, you know, more of concern for what was going on. So then last night we got an email saying Yoga Source was going to close through the end of March. <laughs> I think we're going to end up calling this like the lost March or the lost spring or something like that that has a nice ring to it so anyway the um, amount of traffic going into town is mar markedly lower this morning I think um, everyone most places that can have issued um, told their employees to work from home it's definitely a lot less uh, commute than there normally is from our bedroom community into town Santa Fe uh, issued an ordinance last night saying that uh, bars and restaurants could only be at 50% capacity, 
So we'll see. Uh, New Mexico's doing a good job. New Mexico is being much more proactive than other states. I'm hearing things about places like Oklahoma, where the governor was telling people that they should go out to dinner and took his family out to dinner and took pictures of them there and then had to go and declare a state of emergency. (laughs) I'd also heard that Oklahoma had used up all of their test kits on their basketball players. You got your priorities. So, you know, we're kind of, it's interesting being part of this um, global community anyway. Corrine was messaging me last night from the Netherlands saying that things were starting to get crazy there. The main crazy that we're noticing, of course, is people hoarding food, which um, doesn't make a tremendous amount of sense, really. Uh, We're certainly glad that we went and filled up our chest freezer, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. We went to Costco and just got all the stuff that we normally ate. But yesterday I went to buy buttermilk and sweet pea seeds. And, and so this was a funny thing. I went to our grocery store, which is not tiny, but it's our community grocery store, but still a fairly good-sized grocery store. And they did not have the seed. I couldn't find the seeds anywhere. There was not, you know, normally they have the racks of the seeds there. It's almost like an impulse buy for people like me. It's like, ooh, pretty flowers. <laughs> And they didn't have them, which I wasn't astonished by, but still, it was like, really? And so then I did find some buttermilk, but the dairy case had been really raided, and there were no eggs. I knew that there were no eggs because David had tried to go buy eggs the day before to make um, meatballs, and he had said that they were cleaned out of eggs. So I said, well, if I see if they have eggs again, I'll get some, and they did not. So then I went over to our El Dorado hardware. Oh, and of course they were entirely sold out of paper towels and Kleenex and toilet paper. And they had signs up saying that people were limited on how many they could buy. <laughs> it's like, you know, you guys probably should have started limiting that sooner. It's, you know, closing. All the horses have run out of this empty barn, clearly. You can shut the doors all you want. People have just, um, I don't know, just don't believe it's real really a thing I think it's hard for people to believe so then I went over to our El Dorado true value and they did have some seeds and but it took me a while to find the sweet pea seeds and they only had two varieties so you know I got like three or four packages of each variety But usually there's all kinds of varieties. And I thought, well, what is this a symptom of? You know, is this, is, am I seeing things that normally come from China and stopped coming a couple months ago? Uh, It it seems like it should be unrelated. Um, You know, why can't I buy sweet pea seeds? Well, I did, just not my normal variety. So, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but it was just kind of like um, uh, a ha moment. So then last night, David and I have been doing very, very low sugar, practically no sugar, for more than a month now. He's been doing a little bit longer. And, you know, really no sweeteners, except for honey. I think I'd mentioned that. 
And boy, last night we sure had a sugar craving. I really did. And David was saying that he um, really wanted a fresh baked chocolate chip cookie. He'd been saying that for a couple of days. So I said, well, let me go look. So I went and rooted around in my baking goods. And I had, you know, like one of those packages of Ghirardelli chocolate chips, you know, like the little partial package. Doesn't everybody have one of those, you know, like the little baby package <laughs> of the remnant from, you know, probably from Christmas cooking or something. So I said, you know, I think I could bake us, I could do a micro batch and make us each like one or two cookies. And of course he was all over that. So I said, okay, well, let me, let me go do the math. Let me figure out what the um, reduced <laughs> how can I fractionate this recipe down to make, because we didn't want to have a bunch of cookies sitting around because we're still trying to do the, the low sugar. If they're around, we'll eat them. So I started going through the recipe and then I got to the egg and I was like, oh, I can't do it. I said, we don't have any eggs and I don't think that it will make any, it, it won't work without eggs. I can't really substitute anything that's going to work very well. If you guys know of alternates, do let me know. But I was thinking it's not going to be the chocolate chip cookie flavor that we're looking for and consistency. So David said, well, I could go over to the store and get like one of those refrigerator rolls of chocolate chip cookie dough. And I'm like, well, that's that would work because then we could just like slice off an end and have a little bit. It won't be as good and has crap in it, but sure. And I said, but if they have eggs, get eggs. So he went over to the store and they had eggs from one of our you know local organic live you know what is it um you know farm raised free range chickens it's funny you know because all the eggs are different colors so thank you local suppliers of eggs he said that there was probably 12 or so cartons there reader he only bought a dozen just one carton or <laughs> so then but of course, I had to fractionate the egg to get it down, get the recipe down that small. So now I have some egg left over in a container, which I'm hoarding carefully. And so then I made us, I made four chocolate chip cookies, and they were so good. Oh, boy! There's nothing like having not had anything sugary. I've been trying to stay below a teaspoon of sugar a day. And there is nothing, which is hard to do because so much stuff has sugar in it. And boy, they were so sweet and warm and gooey and delicious. It was really a, a total win, total Sunday night treat. We also watched Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend, Rewatched. We watched uh, the first one on Saturday night because I was kind of jonesing to see it. And David really got into it this time. It's funny because he's seen it before, but I think he, um, I don't know, maybe he didn't really pay that close of attention or wasn't in the right frame of mind. But this time he really loved the first one. He's like, this is a great movie. It's got great music. Of course, it's all his music. You know, he's that 70s child. <clears throat> so then we decided to watch the second one last night. And he really loved the sequel, too. I don't think the sequel's quite as, volume two is quite as great, but he really enjoyed it. And and it was fun. It was exactly the right mix of humor and triumph and camaraderie that uh, we were both in the mood for. So that was uh, definitely a nice, nice win 
you know, otherwise, my life is not so different because, <laughs> as you all know, I don't leave my house all that much anyway. I know for a lot of people, it's a big adjustment. I have been, even before I was writing full-time, I've been working from home since, um, boy, I think I've been working from home since 2005, maybe. So like 15 years, because my day job shut our local office, and I started working from home then. That was part of how we were able to move to Santa Fe, because I could just keep doing my job here. So... You know, we're making trips to the short store, but other than that, we, you know, hanging out at home. David's been reorganizing his workbench and been building some bluebird houses. They're very pretty. And I did get all of the tax stuff done. Yay! So that's all off to the accountant. So that's nice to get off my plate. And... That took up a lot of... <laughs> I also cleaned the house and got the laundry done. I did a lot of reading. So now, um, for those of you who are waiting for things from me, I will move into doing those things. <clears throat> I will... Um, yeah. Start taking care of some other things. I also did a lot of Sephwa stuff over the weekend mostly on the Nebula Showcase anthologies. That seems to be taking up a fair amount of effort, but now it seems to be underway, so I think we can do pretty well with that. So, otherwise I'm just um, still working away on the book. Promised Queen. Friday was slow. I was kind of tired out. I think it's the allergies. Our pollen is super high right now. Juniper and elm. So I... But I still managed to get my 3,000 words. So it was a little bit of a push to get out over the... on Friday. But I hit um, just over 100,000 words so far in 2020. So I'm feeling good about that. I'm really happy about that. And where am I on the book? It's at, I think, 69,000 words. So I'm now moving into the, um, the final push and making my list of things that I need to layer in. But overall, I think it's going to... Um, oh, I don't have any wood near me, so I shouldn't make any sweeping statements. <laughs> anyway, I'm feeling... Uh, I'm feeling all right about it. Then I, I need to, yeah, layer in some of the danger early on. Um, thought of several things that I need to do to sort of amp that up and tweak it. But it's not going to take much, I think. Yeah, and, you know, <clears throat> I believe Sarah's planning to go out on sub with the with the new shiny, does it still count as new shiny if it was, um, it's like her, she's like on her second London season now. She's that, um, that heroine who is the diamond of the first water, every, she was the toast, because you know, everybody loves this book. Everybody said how much they love this book, they just weren't sure how to place it. So I mean, it's it's not like she's a wallflower, you know, she really is a diamond of the first water, but um, she did not find 
her bow. So now she's on her second London season and ever so slightly cynical about it, perhaps. <laughs> so maybe it, she's not really the new shiny. Maybe we'll just call her the uh, the second season debut. Something like that. Is there a word for that? Historical romance aficionados, is there a word for the second season gal? She's not on the shelf. Definitely not on the shelf. So, um, everyone in New York is working from home. I do feel bad for uh, the people who are really in the close quarters of the big cities. That's, um, it's harder to do the social distancing there. I am going to plant my sweet pea seeds this afternoon, do some work in the garden. Once I get my words done, it's supposed to be really pretty this afternoon. So I'm excited. It's really pretty right now. You know, so it's nice for me that I can get out and about. I don't have to stay inside necessarily. Well, it's kind of a funny thing because, you know, that's the um, contrast between the online world and the real world is that the real world is continuing, at least from where I sit, just as normal. You know, the birds are amping up their whole deal. <clears throat> getting ready to nest, flitting around. The ground is waking up from winter. It's really burgeoning. and But socially, we're, we're closing in and shutting down. And so, some people are talking about, you know, months from now. And I really do think that it's sounding like if we can just get through the next couple of weeks, we will have done what we could. Uh, to suppress the spread of the disease and let our medical establishment get ahead of it. Oh, so, yeah, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought, didn't I? Um, I know that Sarah is feeling a little funny about going on sub from home, but, you know, I guess at least she gets to be from home and all the editors are at home, so you guys should have lots of time to read, right? All right, well... I hope you all are doing well wherever in the world you are, um, however you are practicing your social distancing. And remember that we can always connect online. Well, that's a great thing about it. I'm thinking about um, having some more author interviews. People seem to really like the interview with Tana. And I did listen to the, the interview with... Um, Sarah J. Mass on smart bitches, and they didn't ask a lot of questions I would have asked. So, do you guys want more author interviews? I think maybe we could do that. Maybe a weekly feature or something. Let me know. All right. I hope that you all are doing well. Stay safe. Stay happy. Do fun things that you can. I'll remind you that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. When you can find more podcasts, you'll love it. Frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.